welcome to a special episode of Xenochat. This is going to be our new kind of segment where we, instead of throwing in news in our normal episodes and being severely out of date, we're going to put out some kind of bite-sized news episodes to kind of be more current and get, get out there. So today we're going to discuss some of the latest Monolithsoft and Zeno news. Uh, with me today is Justin. Hey everyone. Nick. Hey guys. And Robin. Hola. Okay. So, yeah, we're going to try to see if we can uh, go a little bit shorter with these news episodes, but actually today we have quite a, a decent amount of news um but uh, starting off is the most exciting news and most recent news, and that is Pyra and Mithra in Smash Brothers. Nice. Yeah, that was awesome. I mean, the reveal was ridiculous. I, I know we were watching the direct, and we had that on stream over on Retro Roulette's channel, and... I just remember, like, we were all losing our losing our minds. Like, as we saw Pyra, it was just like, hell yeah. She's yeah, playable. Was, that was great. Yeah. I was, honestly, I came in later and I thought you were just, like, BSing me. <laughs> I, yeah, because, yeah, like, I didn't, I didn't expect it to actually do it. I yeah. honestly went into it and I was trying to get into the, the call whenever it was already starting. And so I saw... It about halfway through the trailer and was like, what are they, is Monolith already making something else that's some kind of weird alternate timeline add-on to Xenoblade 2? Because it looked just like one of their cutscenes. And then they showed that part where he's like walking down the stage and somebody said, oh dude, that's Final Destination. I was like, no freaking way. <laughs> yeah. And didn't Sakurai say that like he had Monolith work on that trailer? Yeah, they made so, it. So like yeah. yeah, so they so they it may as well be an official Xenoblade 2 cutscene. He <laughs> said that he only scripted like the showing off the battle, like the stuff, the moves and such in the trailer, and that the rest of it was like written and everything by then by Monolith Soft this time. Whereas normally apparently normally Sakurai actually even writes all those reveal trailers himself, at least in part, according to what he said. That's interesting. I didn't know that. Of course, I know very little about Smash. Well, um, he also said that he buys, he tends to buy figurines of every character that they're modeling, even if they're not 100% accurate, because it gives them better helpful hints into like how to go about modeling the characters in Smash Brothers at times. And with Pyra and Mithra, they had done like a slight redesign on them anyway. So, you know, that makes sense. And he actually had the like uh the hobby the wonderful hobby life. Is that what that I thought it was Good Smile. It is through Good Smile, but it's like one of their one of their lines that they do. Um it's like those figures. He had the Pyra and Mithra from that line on on the desk and then he like panned over to show off like all his other figures of basically every smash character but they're on a much higher scale than like an amiibo you know of course you know what that means though we need a statue of shulk you know it, it is a shame that we don't have one of those i'm actually really surprised they haven't done one yet uh-huh. yeah 
I want a Shulk action figure. You and me both. Real foresight technology. Or like, what if he, oh my god, what if he had a button and you press it and his eyes glow to indicate that he's using foresight? That would be so dope, dude. I was just thinking like. That would actually, yeah. I was just thinking like that and like a button. When you, when you said like real foresight action, it was like, make his eyes glow when you press the button on his back, but also make it where you can like pull his arms back. Like those old toys is like, you pull his arms back, they lock into place, you press the button, it releases and he says backslash or something while he's doing (laughs) it. Squeeze his legs together. And overhead, yeah. (laughs) Old school Ninja Turtles, squeeze the legs together (laughs) and make their head pop out of their shell. Make him well, duck his head into his turtleneck because he's scurred. And now I just want like a <laughs> Rhine plush that you like squeeze and he's like, it's Rhine time, baby. Please. So, Monolith, I found <laughs> how we have helped you with your marketing. <laughs> but yeah, but back uh, on Smash, um, it's really cool to have them in there. And it seems like most people are happy about them. Like even the naysayers actually played as them and it seems like people are having a good time playing as them and also i love the little clip that monolith made that little video of like a pyramithra talking like first of all it loops like perfectly which is really 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 cool second of all it just shows like how great the model looks they look absolutely gorgeous both of them mm-hmm. and nick you're uh I think the only one at the moment among us that's really played with them. What what are your impressions? Okay, so um honestly, these guys like they're really fun to play as. I might be, I mean, of course, might be biased in some ways, mm-hmm. but there are times that they release characters and I'm like, "Oh, I love this series, but I play the character and I'm like, "Oh, I'm not sure how much I like playing this character." And I can't say that with Pyra and Mithra. I absolutely love the way they play. It's kind of like it, it feels, and I, I have to admit that even though I, I get how people feel about a lot of like Fire Emblem ca- characters in that game, I actually like how a lot of them play because um, there uh, there are some that are like really speedy. They have like nice range with their swords hit hard like mm-hmm. especially like their side they're, they're like forward b movements where they do like those rapid slashes i'm really big fan of those so mithra being like a hurricane of those going forward is pretty awesome and i really love her speed but man pyra is just if you time your moves right the the feeling of dealing damage with Pyra is just really really great. If you yeah, can, and in a in a way like it's it kind of feels like some of those Fire Emblem characters that do like that charge sword on their neutral B, and um, just like release. But hers is like all around her, and Mithra is like the one that's like moving forward. Mithra's side B is like. If you have a character that moves too fast, that's basically how to catch up with them. And just the... It's all very satisfying. I love both of their up B movements. Uh, Pyrus has, like, a really visceral feel that will also get you very much killed if you're way too far off the stage trying to recover with it. Whereas, like, Mithra's is a lot more forgiving than Pyra's in that regard. And it's pretty cool that she has, like, a shoot kind of move with it. She's just also super fast if you like those kind of characters uh she helped me out a lot on a few spirits so yeah 
I feel like Mithra is going to be the more popular character to be used competitively, at least, because she is very fast. I know like competitive players tend to favor the faster characters. So and it looks like she has a lot of combo potential. But Pyra, like, she just hits like a truck. Like some of the stuff I've seen with her it just seems insane and just like she has a lot of uh, her moves have a lot of launch power to them I've noticed and they're just ridiculously strong. It's almost like Pyramitho almost feel like a uh, Shulk's speed and smash modes. Yeah, in a way some people have compared them because of like the the switching modes thing. Yeah. Especially in a way um I think both are very viable options. I think that uh, and I don't follow competitive play of Smash a whole lot or anything like that, but I feel like being able to switch between the two as a move is a perfectly viable use of them. In in Sakurai's presentation, he covered pretty much all of this. Yeah, he, he did. It, and he was saying that, like, you know, he expects that a lot of players are, are going to stick with just one at first, but then, you know, they're going to eventually learn to incorporate the switching. And I've seen videos where, like, Apparently, the switching uh, grants you a little bit of invincibility. You get so you can on the switch, yeah. Yeah, so you can use that almost as like a spot dodge, which is kind of crazy. But uh, yeah, there's there's all sorts of really cool little details with them. Um, actually, uh, something I saw on Twitter: somebody found that Pyra is actually slightly heavier than Mithra, which oh, is kind of funny. Oh yeah, I saw that video. Yeah, and then of course Mithra's taunt. If you're playing it in English. Uh, her taunt is a reference to the Ardanian soldiers, which is really funny. Yes. Yeah. Think you can take me? Think you can take me? Yeah. One of her taunts is that... And I actually, I was messing with a lot of their taunts the other day. I actually spent a lot of the time that I was playing the other night taking, like, goofy pictures with them because... <laughs> well, like, he mentioned in the, in the broadcast, as Sakurai did, about... Like how Rex would come in for one of their taunts, and he he's treated differently by each of them. Mithra just kind right. of like like says Roger that kind of thing, like throws up that motion with her hand, and Pyro actually like laughs and waves back at him. But it's also really funny. I, I got a shot where um, Rex had jumped in, and he was about he was jumping out, and as he jumps out, he like like fizzles out and as he's fizzling he like changes to like this blue spirit looking thing for a little while <laughs> it's kind of funny to watch that and then they each have like a third taunt that is pretty different like pyra puts the sword in front of her and has like this uh flame effect come out around her that's kind of that's pretty neat and uh mithra says uh well mithra does the i think think you can take me thing of course and then the other one and there's one that pyra has that's like an equivalent of that kind of but she's kind of more like a playful taunt of course really fits with her personality where she says you'll get burned and she has like a little she leans forward and has like a little flame in her hand that one's mm -hmm. pretty cool so yeah there are, it's it's all really good like they got the characterization just right the movement just right everything feels really really fun with those characters so a question nice. for everybody uh, that i think we can all answer regardless of smash status how do we feel about the tights i um, think them 
You, on, on like Pyra or Mithra or both? Mostly or, Pyra. On Pyra? I dig them. I like them. Um, personally, I was never like a huge fan of Pyra's shorts. They just didn't like mesh with the whole outfit for me in the first place. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I think the tights alleviate that a bit for me. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think I like it a little bit better actually than than the original design in some ways, for sure. Like because of that, it, it makes it look like it meshes together a little better for me. Uh, mm-hmm. But I don't know. That's just like minor things. Uh, I think my preference would have been to, I don't know. I, I, I w- I'm not that great at designing characters myself. So what, what am I to say? Who am I to say about it? But I just, in the original concept, in the original design, the shorts were the only thing, the only big thing with like Pyra's costume that felt like really off with the rest of the design for me. So this, this is only like a good thing for me as far yeah. as that's concerned. Very minor though. Yeah. And I think it looks really good in some of her other colors too. Yeah. Yeah, I like the colors. Oh, sorry. Go on. Oh, I was gonna say I like it more in the other colors. I honestly don't particularly like the tights. Um, I I think it's mostly like the really big obvious seam that makes me kind of meh on it. But that's just my personal stance. That I feel like if they wanted to tone down the how revealing her costume was, there were better ways. I don't. I personally just don't particularly like the tights. That's I think I, I think I get that. Because, like, the seam was kind of the only thing on that that throws me off, too. Is like, I, I almost feel like I wish they had just made it into full-on, like, a different kind of pair of pants that yeah, had more... Just... Like, like, make the texture kind of um, not really change. Like, kind of make it more, like, mesh together better. I yeah. Think, I think I would thing. like it more without the, without the seam, really. Yeah. Anyway, you were saying, sorry. Oh, uh, I was just going to add that um, I actually got some really funny stuff. Whenever um, there is one thing that was pretty funny. Whenever I was doing a um, the Providence Revolt move, the her up B, mm-hmm. her up special, uh, mm-hmm. Pyra goes up in the air, and I got it to pause right when she's at like the which you can go like frame by frame in camera mode in this game. So. I was almost at the height of her jump, and I was like, I got it to pause there, and I framed by frame until I got to the full height of her jump, and Pyra's back bends back so far <laughs> that she looks like one of those, like, <laughs> like when they advertise those new fo- phones that, like, fold at the screen or something, but backwards. <laughs> it's like, God, your back just <laughs> breaks in half. <laughs> it was pretty funny. But, um, yeah. That just that was one of the only other things I had to add about that. Just me messing around with stuff and looking at the characters. Oh, and um, Mithra's tights. I always like. I always thought Mithra's tights looked oh, really I, I, great. Yes, I very. I, her, her I agree. Character. I really like her smash outfit. Yeah, yeah. Her smash outfit. Yeah, me, is me just too. All around great. Yeah. It, it's grown on me. I've, I've. I'm pretty sure I've mentioned before that at first I didn't like it at all until I actually saw it, and then. Uh, like when I saw it in game, then it grew on me. I think that was mostly like that bad render. That was going I, yeah, on. I think I saw that render and I was like, "That looks terrible." But then once I actually saw it, I was like, "All right, 
fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I can accept this. Yeah, it wasn't like the the one that they used in Smash kind of quickly done, whereas the one that they added to the game was had much more thought put into it? I'm not sure if that was the case, or if... Um, I have a... I have a theory that someone, like, that, I, I, because I looked at the official one, I was like, oh, well, that's, like, actually way more detailed, way better, like, Mm -hmm. it doesn't look like they just did a, (laughs) just threw it in MS Paint and took it. Yeah, it looked like one of those there, I fixed it images. I I had, like, a theory that maybe that was, like, somebody else's image that got mixed in there, or, like, somebody, Mm -hmm. like, had done something weird to the render and reposted it but i don't remember at this point okay like how what was the deal with that because there were two different ones and one looked really bad and the other one looked like like it does now which is fine you know like it looks like a legitimate update thing um on the point of the colors though for these characters I know everybody was, like, expecting some stuff that was, like, deep references to the Zeno series. And (laughs) there are still people that are, you know, theorizing. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And there are still, and there are some that are, like, trying to disprove that, of course. And it's, like... It's it's so stupid. (laughs) I'm pretty sure that most of it is just... It is just what it is. just nice colors for them. Exactly. Um, I mean, I know that a few might be kind of reference. Like, somebody who... I was watching that's not even, like, a fan of the Zeno series saw the, um, I think it was the P6 color. The one that he referred to as, like, a good aeronautical color or something like that. I forget what word he used for it. But somebody who didn't even really know the series pointed it was like, oh, isn't that, like, the Cosmos color? And I'm like, you know what? Yeah, that, that one could be. But the rest, for the most part, probably are just nice colors, mostly. I like the idea of the one of the dark outfit looking like Well Tall, but yeah, or, or Poppy Cutie Pie, but that doesn't mean that that was the intention. Who knows with Sakurai? Uh, yeah, the the villainous ones. I think that might be my favorite of the of the new outfits or colors. Rather, I really like that one. I also really like the the Numa ones, mm-hmm. but I, but I also like. Oh, yeah. At first, I didn't care for the the blue cosmos like one for pyra but as i'm looking at the render itself right now since they've been ripped and they're all over spider's resource uh i'm looking at it right now and i actually really like it in fact i think the tights look pretty cool on that it, it almost makes it look like some sort of like robot pants honestly i, dig that. I like all the colors in yeah this one a they're lot. um one of my favorites pretty that good. i didn't expect and is related to pretty much nothing is just like the the ones that really pop that are like really bright candy colors, I guess. I I'm kind of a I guess I'm kind of a sucker for that kind of thing, but I, I really did not expect those colors and I really like them. Like where Pyra's so bright she looks like a candy apple or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one I didn't quite understand. Eh, I, I like like it. redder I Pyra, okay. I also really like the silver Mithra. That yeah. one looks so cool. Silver Mithra looks awesome. Like yeah, they I think they did a really great job with both of these characters. Um I'm super happy. I'll put it to you this way, like I haven't played Smash Ultimate in a minute, <laughs> but these two characters single handedly makes me want to pick it back up again. 
Mm, same. They are definitely fun to play. Um, oh, also, um, the if you're playing as Mithra, especially, and you do that dodge right on impact, you get like that foresight move. Mm-hmm. And it's like you pair that, and you, I mean you can counter with that, and you pair that with like just pressing B down to switch to Pyra, and you've got like two two dodges there that are it's like it's like getting a free dodge almost. So it's nuts. What else is nuts about this is you know ever since these two have been announced for Smash, it looks like a lot of people are trying to get copies of Xenoblade 2 and it looks like it's selling out in Japan and I know Xenoblade 2 has been kind of getting harder to find out here as well uh, for a while it looks like there haven't been as many copies out in the wild but uh, I've I've been checking eBay and it looks like the prices for both Xenoblade 2 and Torna have just been skyrocketing lately like I'm seeing some listings of Torna that are going for over a hundred dollars at this point which is insane to me i need to let my brother know that so he can get rid of his copy that he never wanted yeah yeah he can make a couple extra bucks and then he should give those bucks to me i'm the poor one (laughs) yeah xenoblade 2 is also up i mean this is kind of what happened when um shulk was in smash bros i guess you could say that well was that when Shulk was in Smash Bros. Because I know there's a time where Xenoblade on the Wii was going for a lot of money, mm-hmm. and then the price kind of fizzled out once uh, they reprinted it and more copies were available. Oh, I thought that was once everyone in the world bought the game. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, right. Everyone oh, had it, so no one needed another copy. <laughs> you need one to yeah. customize and one to keep on the shelf in the box, and then you actually play one. Of course, we're talking about physical copies. Obviously, if you want a digital copy, you can still do that. They never delisted it. It's still on the eShop. But um, But, it looks like physical copies are becoming a little bit harder to come by. It doesn't go on sale like on the eShop too often, does it? I think it was on sale not too, too, too long ago. Hmm. Yeah, uh, lately they have been running... uh, Well, I mean, I say lately. It's been... Over the course of months, but about the cheapest that you usually see those games for, even when they're on sale, is around 42 USD here. So, like, it, it, Nintendo games don't tend to go down just a whole lot, unless mm-hmm. they do, like, some kind of special line, which they have not in years, so. That I know of. I mean, for Black Friday. Yeah. yeah, and unfortunately, uh, Best Buy's GCU ended, so <laughs> you can't you can't even take advantage of those discounts anymore. So yeah, but yeah, it's I mean, both good and bad. I mean, yeah. good that it's selling, but bad that it's getting harder to get a physical copy of the game. I'm, I'm interested yeah. to see where this goes, like sales numbers wise. How how this um. How this ends up after this crazy just sudden influx of people who you know yeah. probably at one point said oh why are they adding these characters to smash and then we're like i'm gonna buy the game find out who they are <laughs> <laughs> like that's fine with me yeah. the more people that play it the better in my opinion uh-huh. 
Um, yeah, we also have so some figurine news, don't we? I was just about to get into that. Yeah, so yes. games aside, they announced a Nia figure is coming. Oh my gosh, I was so excited. I, well, when I first heard about this, I, a coworker told me, and I, I flat out told him, I don't believe you. <laughs> because I, I remember, like, maybe a year or so ago, there was, like, an April Fool's joke or, or some joke that was a Nia figure. And so I got burned by that. But now it's just like, it's real. It's happening. Yeah. You get online and say, what the bloody hell is this? The bloody hell is this? That was my yeah. wish. Thank, Thank you, everybody from Wales, for not throwing eggs at me. So it looks like they're going to be doing it based off of her blade form. I mean, I think I expected that. Yeah. I I really like her driver form a lot, but, you know, the blade form is really nice, too. And I'll take it. Yeah, I yeah. would have preferred her driver form, but, uh, I, again, I'll, I'll take it as well. Yeah, I like her driver form more as well. However, I will 100% pick up this figure because the blade form is like super intricate. Yeah. I so really I'm really it. curious to see how they translate this to a figure. Mm-hmm. Like so this is going to be really, really nice. Yeah. At least I hope it's going to be really, really nice. I'm sure it probably will. Yeah. <laughs> My only thing is like the only really like big missed opportunity about having a potential like non-driver version was oh man if you had the non-driver version and she was just like riding on dromark that would be oh, that would have been so cute that would have been really nice i would have loved that oh that would have been great that would have been great i would love that the thing i'm mildly concerned about with the blade form is just that her sleeves are kind of wonky oh that won't be a problem look up hatsune miku figures will be they'll be fine. Oh, no, I'm not saying I don't think they can do it. I'm just saying I feel that once I see them in 3D and I have to look at them in 3D in all of the dimensions with my human eyes in the real people world, I'll go, wow, these are some dumbass sleeves. Oh. I mean... I'm not sure. saying... I, people can sculpt amazing shit that, like, people sculpt non-Euclidean things. I, I know they can make that. I'm just yeah. saying it's gonna hurt my brain to look at. Why are her sleeves a 4D object? I hate this! <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's going to be exciting. Uh, we don't know when it's coming out or how much it's going to cost. But I'm sure they'll reveal that in due time. However, we do know when the Melia figure is going to come. That's coming in July. And it's up for pre-order right now on AmiAmi. Ami. July of 2022. July 2022. Oh, oh, I thought it was this year for some reason. Never mind. July 2022. I thought so too. Uh, I, I think thought it got so pushed too. back. Okay. I think it did. Okay. I'm not. Don't quote me on that. But I thought I had read that it was something else before and kind of got changed. So we'll see. Yeah, Melia looks gorgeous. Has everybody pre-ordered? But then again, uh, oh, I did. of yep. course, yeah. I pre-ordered as soon as I found out that it was up. But then again, I'm biased. Y'all know I love Melia, so. (laughs) I did not pre-order because. I don't buy that. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, you say that, but you did not buy the Melia Daki, so I don't know, man. This is true. I don't have the Melia Daki. I should have a Melia Daki. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, you can. Not making. You can pre-order it. I mean, he is. They should make a Ricky plush. 
I still think they should have a Nupon plush. I think it's it's oh, yeah. nonsense that this series a... is basically 10 years old and we haven't had a single Nupon plush. I'm just, I'm just saying a, he's basically pillow-shaped already. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess I should learn to make one. Oh, shit. You know what? Never mind. I'll save that for later. Um, okay. I was just okay. going to say I could, actually. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, Melia costs $184.49 USD, according to Ami Ami. If you want her, she is there. I mean, I want her. I yeah. just, my wallet is like, hey, man, maybe not right now, dude. Yeah, that's <laughs> completely fair. That is totally fair. Yeah. All right. All right. So I guess the last news we have. Um, uh, Malasoft put out this uh, promotional art for a hiring ad for the grads of 2022 um, that is adorable. It's of uh, Rex playing uh, Tiger Tiger with Nia, Pyra, and Tora cheering him on. Oh. I just thought that was. You know, really I just cute. realized that was actually what that was from. <laughs> Oh my bad. <laughs> oh, you're fine. I thought that was. Um, I don't know why I was thinking that was fan art for some reason, but yeah. Now that you mention it, I remember hearing that it was officially drawn. I just didn't realize it was for that. Oh, you're fine. Yeah, I mean, I double checked. the The artist isn't Saito, the original character designer. It's by Masumi Sino, which is an artist with Monolith So, but that's still really cool. It's cool that they're looking for grads. Yes. Yeah. Um, Yeah, they're actually, let's see, they have four positions open for programmer, planner, and designer in their Tokyo office, and a designer in their Kyoto office. So I always, it's always good to hear good news about them expanding. Whenever I first looked at that article... I, I was thinking that it meant that they were hiring like from like this younger group that had already been brought up within the or, or like within the company or something. And then I was like, oh mm. no, they mean actual like fresh grads. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's nice to have a company that is willing to do that, especially with how things are now. Mm. Yeah. Like oh we you can have you could have just graduated as long as you had like four years of experience within that time that you you know you were in school. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. How refreshing! <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> uh, all right. Um, so before well, there... we uh, wrap up, uh, let's go back to Smash because I completely forgot to mention a couple things about that. Uh, actually, something uh-huh. I wanted to ask Nick. What did you think of the music that they added? Okay, yeah. So the music, and given I've not listened to every track all the way through. Okay. But I do like what they've added. I know a lot of people aren't big into a few of the new like remixes of some of those themes. I get it. The Which one was it that was like softer? It was the, uh, I think it was just like the battle theme or something. That was like a softer remix, and I, I can understand why people don't like that. I also understand that what, some of them like cut off a little bit earlier than the originals, but 
Mm. I'll be honest. Was that in the medley? Because I remember that was something people complained about with the Xenoblade 1 medley. Yeah, I mean, not necessarily. There's one that is actually just the remix of the song, and they, they cut it off like a minute before the original song would have ended. And it's like, I get it, oh. but the my my thing isn't usually the remixes, the Smash Brothers remixes anyway. I don't dislike them, but I, I am typically... Typically, my preference is the original songs themselves, because... Um, mm-hmm. I hear like the Smash Brothers style and a lot of times to me it's just like if they they pulled in like this multi-talented band that does just like this one particular style of thing and adapts all these songs into their style and it, it gives me like these like Trans-Siberian Orchestra vibes or something like that you know and I, I'm just I, I'm not as fond of that as I am like a lot of times the differences in the original works themselves um, I mean, I'm just glad we got 16 songs. The yeah. Tiger Tiger remix is pretty cool, actually. That's that's the one I wanted to ask about because I just found out that uh, Yuzo Koshiro did that. Yeah, yeah. I, I just saw that the other day and I was like, oh, wow. Yeah, I did not realize that, but that's pretty awesome. And yeah, so far what I've heard, I, I don't dislike any of them. And they've got their shortcomings, but, you know, that... They're all pretty good. <laughs> nice. And another thing I wanted to ask about was, um, how was the spirit board for Xenoblade 2? Was the Numa mission really difficult? Which, by the way, we finally have official Numa art, or at least full Numa art. Ooh. I, I love yeah. that new. I, I love that new Numa art. And I'm going to be honest with you, I did play the spirit board the other day, but I did not play much of that one. I did not get to the Numa one yet. That one is a legend level. And uh, I plan to, and I feel like it's going to be really tough, but um, I actually did not get to try that one yet, so I'm sorry, I cannot answer that. All right. Cool. Yeah, that that's the last couple things I wanted to say about Smash. I'm right. not sure yet, I, because it's still pretty fresh, so it is hard for me to say of those Smash Brothers tracks, which one I like the best yet. But um yeah, I'll I'll be giving them another listen pretty soon here. So uh-huh. yeah. Cool. Cool. Right. Although I gotta say that more Ardane track is just really nice to have in there. And although Argentum doesn't feel like it would fit in Smash Brothers, it's kinda really cool to hear when you're playing the stage. That mm-hmm. also brings to mind one more thing I should mention <laughs> about Smash, and that is that stage. Because it's kind of a small stage, but I actually love that stage. And one of my favorite things about it is that they make Azerta or Gramps, like, comment on stuff. Like, as you're passing by a Titan, he'll not only turn his head to make the stage a bit smaller, but he'll say, oh, look, there's, you know... This play, there, there's this Titan. Oh, there's this one. Oh, it's nice out here. And then whenever you get <laughs> KO'd, if you're playing like a CPU, if you get KO'd or if you KO somebody, he will comment on that as well. Like, um, I forget what he says exactly when you KO someone. He's like, just something like, 
nice work or something but then like whenever you get KO'd he's like you should have saw that coming or something like that <laughs> and it just it was it was kind of like slightly snarky in a way that was it just made me kind of giggle a little bit it was very pleasant that stage is nice I am super glad that they went far like it's not an amazing stage by any stretch of the imagination but the amount of just fan service to people who played the game and characterization in that stage is kind of magical. I, I do like that. I also love that when you fall through the clouds into the cloud sea, that cloud effect that comes off of it is really good. But yeah, I, th- I think I'm done. I think I'm done now. As you know, talking <laughs> okay. about that. I, I just forgot to bring up the stage. So I had to gush about it a little bit. Oh, that's good. Well, thank you for the your insight on that. I I really want to get them, both of them soon. Hopefully. Um, all right. Um. So this is probably the end of our first kind of test pilot into our news episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um. As far as um. Mi- uh, episodes for our main series. Uh, we still have. I think the next one will be our How to Train a Zeno Fan Part 3, yes, with Zeno Gears. Um, and then after that, we have Blade Driver Relationships. And then after that, we will have a special episode on Dixon from Xenoblade Chronicles 1. So look forward to that. Sounds sick, um, son. <laughs> I've heard of that guy. All right. <laughs> Yes, I bet you have. I bet you have. All right. Um. Well, do we want to go around and kind of do our usual send off, or do we nah. do we want to hold off on that for? Uh, I think we want to keep this short episodes? and sweet. Yeah, let's yep. as short as we can. This is this episode yeah, we're getting close to forty minutes because of uh the the big smash news, but yeah, they'll probably so we'll, be shorter. Yeah, we'll try to- later yeah we'll just see how it goes in the future with uh futures and news but um if you guys like this or have any suggestions to how we can approve these episodes just uh contact us on twitter at Zenochat podcast all right have a nice night everybody bye bye